Welcome to Ratchet Hipster Podcast. I'm your host, Shell. Ratchet Hipster is all about living your life unapologetically. It's about not apologizing for existing. It's about you believing that you are that bitch because you are. (laughs) It's about choosing you. The authentic you, the real you, the one you are when it's no one else is around. Choosing that version of you every day. <laughs> That's what Ratchet Hipster means to me. So if I've piqued your interest, listen up. Come with me on this journey as I struggle to do all the things that I just so confidently told you to do a second ago. <laughs> to another episode of Ratchet Hipster. I'm Shell, and today we're going to be talking about ear heart chakra. Um, first, first and foremost, welcome. Um, if you've never been here before, thank you for joining us for the first time ever. And if you have been here before, <clears throat> we're gonna do that today. If you have been here before, thank you for coming back. Um, it is always a unique experience and I enjoy this um so much appreciated for new and return visitors and everybody in between um so if you have or have not been following along we are doing a chakra series um working on aligning our chakras or at least figuring out and finding new ways to do so um, which overall will allow us to center ourselves and ground ourselves and learn a lot about oh shoot I'm sorry (laughs) that was my reminder telling me to do this um but there we go learn ourselves and figure ourselves out um and then be able to better go out into the world as completely and wholly who we are um so I'm going to start with our talking about how our heart chakra feel or how we would feel if our heart chakra is not in alignment. Um, I skipped the part. I'm going to first tell you where it is. And it's obviously, obviously in your, in your chest, um, near your heart, but not exactly where your heart is. It would be more so the center of your chest. Um, you know, where they, when they say, Um, place one hand over your belly and one hand over your heart space it's the center of your chest not necessarily the left side where your heart actually is but your heart space would be dead center so it's like the punch you dead in your chest why that's my recommend why that's my analogy i don't know but um if someone were to like hit you square in your chest that would be your heart space um and so that is where that is and some ways that you would know that your heart chakra is out of alignment are as follows (laughs) um for one you may have a tight chest right there in the center of your heart space and not be able to explain it it just feels tight sometimes maybe like someone is sitting on your chest maybe sometimes like you can't even breathe um and it's not, you know, an actual health condition. You know, I 
advise you to go see a doctor because I am not a medical professional. Professional, um, but it sometimes feels like there's this this knot in the middle of your chest, and it, you can't like stretch it out. You can't necessarily breathe it out. Um, sometimes you it's hard to breathe. Um, maybe anxiety would make it worse. Like for me, I just couldn't breathe. Um, I used to have this really tight pain in the center of my chest, um, kind of right before I will say my pivotal moment in my most recent part of life, always in transformation. But before this most, most recent transformation that for like a couple of years, sorry, for like a couple of years, um, I would have like this feeling in my chest that was just super tight. Um, and I just, I just didn't know what it was, um, further research and healing and all this matter. And it was because my heart was hurting. I had so much like negative energy. I'm sorry, guys. It's, I'm, I would say that I'm hungry, but I'm not hungry. It's just my stomach. It does this every time in case you are following along. It's just loud for no reason. But anyway. Um, I just had this really tight space like in the middle of my chest and I just couldn't explain it. It was just always there. I would stretch it. I thought it was like my posture, so I tried sitting up and then and that's a thing that's literally opening your heart space. Um and it might have to do with your posture. I used to um sit shoulder slumped, like back humpback type of deal. And I learned at one point that that is actually a a way that we are protecting our heart space if you think about that position your shoulders are slumped and your back is humped you're you're shielding that square center of your chest you're shielding your heart space and it's probably because there's some trauma there um some stagnant emotions there's something there you've been hurt most likely we've all been hurt um and we do that to protect it. Um, so, anyway, tightness of the chest, the middle of the chest. Um, uh, also, you may be very judgy. And I can, I, I was very judgy. <laughs> I, I still am a little judgy, but I try to then take my, after my judgmental thought, I try to make my second thought a compassionate thought of, you know, I don't know their story. I don't know what led them up to this situation that they are in so who how the fuck can I judge this situation that I'm in I don't know how they got there I'm assuming a lot to say that they put themselves in this situation I know that I've come into some less than fortunate situations that may look one way to some person but I know my whole story and I know how I got here and they don't so don't fucking judge me and so that's where I I go when I judge people so still judgy but I try to correct that thought anyway judging people thinking you know mm, you're better than them or they're shoot that they're better than you just being very critical of others and what they got going on and you can really mind your business um having no self-love um no love of self um not taking care of yourself not loving who you are as a person and i'm not even gonna say that you absolutely have to be in love with your being you should be but just not really liking yourself 
probably not even knowing your authentic self at this point because I I personally feel like if we were to know who we really were and who we were here who we were here to be there's no way we could not be in love with that person there's no way you can't be head over heels in love with your highest self I refuse to believe otherwise but that could also be because I'm hopeless romantic but if you are lacking in the love of self I just personally feel as if maybe there's a disconnect between you and yourself because how could you not love you how could you not um also feeling unlovable and that stems from that not loving yourself because if you don't love yourself and I know you've heard it before then no one else can love you so if you are struggling to find reasons and do you even need a reason to but struggling to find reasons to love yourself well then how is anyone else gonna find those reasons and you may be struggling in your head and thinking of all your flaws that make you unlovable which is that even a fucking thing but um feeling unlovable is the one you are lovable let me just say that you are loved let me also say that um let me see um being angry inexplicably i would say um irritable maybe would be the word but i and i also just angry mad at the world mad at your situation mad at your family mad at society mad at yourself mad at your god mad at everyone because there's that that victim thing why me or just angry maybe you feel helpless in this in this place that you are maybe you feel like you've been here forever and you're never going to get out of it like just angry at the world you know just fucking mad um also being stingy um thinking from a place of lack instead of a place of abundance maybe not accepting that the universe is abundant there's in there's more than enough for everyone but you think from a place of lack thinking i'm gonna run out of this there's not enough of this for me so i'm going to hoard it um like money love food like resources like that island mentality being very stingy with your resources and your care and just and even not your energy you should be stingy with your energy um but even i don't know where i was going with that but just being very stingy of your belongings as if the world isn't abundant you know with these resources that we need as if you don't have everything that you need if only you were to you know ask um being cold and guarded um not being able to you know have intimate relationships with people not really going in deep keeping people at surface level relationships um not really having many real friends i'm not going to say that you don't have friends but in even if they consider you friends maybe you don't consider them friends maybe you're not being you know a good friend that type of deal um being very cold and very guarded and very surface level with your relationships um not really looking to go deeper because you remember you're if you're slunched over and you're hunchback it's probably because you've been hurt 
and I'm sure we've all had some trauma in our heart space that we would not like to, you know, live through again. Um, and that may have made us cold and guarded, you know. Sorry if I'm speaking in my low voice today. Um, I hope you can hear me. <laughs> um, being very defensive. And that has to do with, I, I would feel that goes along with being cold and guarded and hurt. Uh, I'm not even going to allow you to hurt me again. Being very defensive. Somebody can just say one thing and it sets you off. What you mean by that? Well, I'm not da 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 And just going onto this rampage when that's not even where they were going. Just being defensive about um, yourself and your energy and, and people aren't even coming at you like that. It, it it reads wrong but um being very defensive about everything instead of being open to hear what people are saying really hear them um being spiteful um doing things specifically to hurt people or doing things out of spite to others that's just not good heart space energy that's hurt people hurting people okay I really think about that if you're being spiteful or petty petty betties in in the room raise your hand this is bad heart space energy and I know I'll give you a solid 2017 my nickname was petty like I I was petty as heel and I saw myself and I did not like myself I was a fucking mean girl um and I have excuses but I'm not gonna give them to you today I'm just I'm just gonna own up to the fact that I was a mean girl that year and I recognized that my heart space was hurt <laughs> working on that um some more signs you can also be clingy um not wanting to lose the people that you have that's also that scarcity mindset like there's not enough people or this one person makes me feel like this and no one else can do this and you know like I don't want to lose you why I can't let you out of my sight because I've lost people before and so I don't want to lose you at all so I'm going to over attach myself to you or to this thing or to this place or whatever but just being very clingy and scared of loss you know what I'm saying again that that fear it's a lot of fear. Sometimes I think that the opposite of love is fear. But anyway. Um, being possessive and jealous. Again, like, you're mine. I own you. Don't talk to anyone else. Don't look at anyone else. Again, that's fear. That's fear speaking. That's no self-love speaking. That's to say that I don't think that I'm good enough and you're looking for other things that are good enough or better. Um, and also, I have experienced loss and hurt before and I don't want to do that here. And so I'm trying to control this other human in order to protect my heart space. But that's not how we're going to do it. Okay. No, we're not going to do it like that. Um... Also, like depression is a sign of hurt, of hurt, obviously, um, of a blocked heart chakra and loneliness. Um, and when I say that, I mean, you can be surrounded by people and family and very possibly love, 
but because you're cold and guarded you you you're protecting your heart space your inner self is lonely because you're not letting anyone in because you're on you only have those surface level relationships when people ask you how you are you just say fine you just say you're okay and that you maybe don't have anyone around you that can say how are you and you I'm not okay you have to have those people around you but maybe you feel lonely as if you don't have any safe people around you or intimate relationships around you that you can let your guard down maybe you don't have anyone maybe you are surrounded by friends and family but you are lonely there's so many there's a big difference between being lonely and being alone you can be lonely in a room full of people you can be the most popular person in the world and be lonely as hell it's a huge difference okay it's the quality of the relationships all right um so those are some ways that we can recognize that our heart chakra is out of alignment that our heart space is hurt okay um and now i'm going to lead you into some of the things that i that i do to open my heart space um and started with windows and I want to start with windows because I thought it was so funny and I avoided doing this and I'll tell you why. But it, it actually been, it actually ended up being one of the things that really fucking helped me. All right. So what first things first is I'm always cold. I am always cold and I don't like air blowing on me unless I am like sweaty and hot. Um, I don't like fans at all I really don't like air conditioners and I don't like riding with the windows down I don't care for it because it blow it's air blowing on me you know like directly in my face and then you know let you have some type of hairstyle and then your hair whipping all in your eyes I don't like it I don't like having I don't like riding with the windows down never have <clears throat> but that is something that you can do to clear your heart space is open some fucking windows ride in your car with your windows down open the windows in your house let the wind end and you want to know fucking why it's clearing out stagnant energy in your heart space think of your body as like a room and it's hot and it's stuffy i mean we're what 98 degrees somewhere around there on a normal day 98.6 i think is the average temperature something like that that's what it is in my head that's what it's gonna be today all right so you you're in a your inside is like a it's about 100 degrees it's hot as fuck in there you know what i'm saying and if you're sitting in a hot stuffy room is this is your heart i guess i'm speaking of in this hot ass room sweating it up it's just it's uncomfortable there's no movement have you ever walked into like a house where there's no air circulating no windows are open and the air is just like thick and musty and you can just tell that it it's it is it hasn't moved that stagnant energy stay with me on the visual (laughs) your heart is in this hot stuffy room and you don't open the windows ever open the windows 
feel the wind in your face like let the wind blow on you move the air inside of you move the energy inside of you you have stagnant heart energy in your heart space open the fucking windows and let it clear out moving around like it's stuffy in there let the breeze blow in let nature run its course like it's so simple of a gesture but it helps so much and I don't know it's just something about letting the wind in your face and I don't do it all the time and I definitely don't roll my windows all the way down because I still I am who I am I don't like I don't like air blowing on me especially in my face and I'm cold so I'll crack the windows or I'll try to go outside when it's a little breezy I can handle that I can handle just being outside with the breeze but I don't like being in the car with the windows fully down and just all the air <laughs> so I'll crack my windows um about halfway maybe I'll tr open windows in the house I'll sit outside like I move the energy in my body. And I move my body, but we'll get there later. <clears throat> um, There we go. So windows and wind. The wind is your friend when it comes to your heart space. Um, It just, it moves all that negative and stagnant energy. All that hurts sometimes. It gets stuck in there. And we gotta, we gotta circulate it. Feel it. Feel that pain and, and release it. Circulate it. Um... And this is coming from someone who does not like it. So, there you go. Try it. All right. Um, some more things that help with your heart chakra are singing and dancing. And I'm going to say singing. I'm going to repeat it um, the next time for the throat because it helps the throat too. But singing and dancing your heart out. <laughs> like a little kid in your mirror with your hairbrush if you don't choose dancing like nobody's watching like that clears a lot of energy I sing your favorite gospel song sing your favorite heartbreak song whatever it is some with some emotion in it really sing like you the, the the lead singer at church like belt it out like please and thank you it's very helpful um it frees you <laughs> to let go of being guarded and that's a vulnerable place to be in to be singing loud like no one can hear you and you and you, whether you can or can't sing <laughs> it's probably even more vulnerable when you can't sing and to be dancing like you're 12 in your room doing cheetah girl routines type of deal um just let loose and it's an amazing feeling it's freeing um another thing that I did or I do is that I am gentle with myself like I am the type of person or I was raised to be the type of person that's just like get over it move on you're okay you're fine um and me being the sensitive human that I am like I got a lot of feelings I'm a crybaby when I really think about it. I need to feel these things. I don't just get over it. I don't just move on. And sometimes it's not fucking okay. And that's oh fucking K. So I learned to be gentle with myself as I would my child who just, if she just fell and scraped her, hey, it's okay. You're okay. You're going to be okay. It's okay to cry. 
It's okay to feel this. It hurts sometimes. Life hurts sometimes. And that's okay. Take this time. Cry it out. Journal about it. Feel this feeling. Feel this hurt. Cause And it's okay to hurt. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's nothing to hide. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It, you're a human. And that hurt. It's okay to acknowledge that that hurts you. So I am gentle with myself. It's a must. Like, I don't care if I got to do it on my own and nobody is ever, well, no, let me not say it. Take that, scratch that from the record. But yeah, I'm gentle with myself. Very, very gentle with myself. Um, And ain't nobody going to tell me I can't be. If I need to cry, God damn it, I'm, I need a minute to go to the bed. I'm going to go fucking cry because you just hurt my fucking feelings. Like, and I'll say that you hurt my feelings. And also, this is part two of that. It's a requirement that the people around me be gentle with me. Fuck how I was raised. And I love that. But he was not emotionally intelligent. He did not give a fuck about my feelings. Get over it. You'll be all right. What you crying for? Nigga, because they hurt my feelings. Sorry. <laughs> But now you cannot be in my intimate space and not not be able to say, hey, that hurts me. I don't like that. You're not going to talk to me like that. You're not going to raise your voice to me like that. You're not going to treat me like that. I don't got time. I don't treat myself like that. I don't raise my voice at myself anymore. Like, I don't, I try not to raise my voice at you. So don't raise your voice at me because when you get loud, I shut down. I can't hear nothing you saying. So tr- chill with the tone. Like, <laughs> it, don't tell me that it's, don't tell me to get over it. Um, I will, but I'm finna cry right now. And then I'll do such a thing. Like, it's a must that the people around me, and I'm going to say specifically the men, because I just have a, an issue with that, are going to be gentle with me. Or you just not going to be around me. All right. Um. Okay. Another thing that I do is I show compassion. I remember that briefly said, you know, when I was judgy, now I still have those judgy thoughts, but I, what am I? I stack them with compassionate thoughts. Um, I show compassion more so than not these days. Even if I, it's just a thought in my head, you know, like that person, I caught them at a bad time and I could judge them, you know. I could judge them for a lot of the same shit that I've been through myself. That's what that's what really gets me. I be looking at people and be like, mm. but I done been there. I have been there. I have been there probably recently with the shit, the way my life is going. But so for me to just to judge someone off their appearance, off what's what what actions they're doing right now, to judge them off one snapshot of a moment in their life knowing that I hate when people do that to me like say I am in the store with my kid and she does something and I handle it a certain way and you can see people stare I just say I gentle parent and you can see when people want you to whoop your kids and I feel judged from that and I don't want people to judge or even or I'll say this when I when I lose my temper with her and I fuss and I yell and I don't like myself for that but I can see some people be like "Mm." and you know what I'm saying don't judge me for this one snapshot of a moment where I lost my cool because you're not gonna see when I apologize to her like 
You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be judged for this moment where I lost it. I, I want you to look at all the good things that I do for my kid. The way that I talk to her. The way that we talk through our emotions. The way that I apologize to her when I am fucking wrong. And that's a lot. <laughs> um, like, and so if I were to do that to someone else, to another mother, to another woman, to another human, like, I don't know what led you here. I don't know what kind of day you're having. I don't even know your kid because they really could be. This could be their thing. They just acting a damn fool. And we're not for it today. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So I just really try to show compassion to people. And that was, that's where my relatability comes in. I'm very relatable. But also, since starting that, you get what you get. The world... The world will mirror that compassion. Like, I don't know what it is. If it's if it's the energy, if it's my face, I don't know. But since making an effort and being intentional about, you know, reversing my judgmental thoughts, the the world, the community, society, the people around me show a lot more compassion and so maybe you project that judgmental concept into the world and it it returns back to you because that's how you feel on the inside but think about how that would work if it was good and you project that compassionate nature into the world and and it's reflected back to you and it's given back to you and you figure out that there are good people in the world And sometimes all it takes is for you to be a good person or try to be a good person. Because, you know, what is a good person? Um, Another thing that I... I'm going to sneeze, I think. Another thing that I did was lean on my village as much as I was comfortable with. Um, I am not one to ask for a lot of assistance. Um, There's that there's that trauma in the heart space. Um, Maybe people didn't always come through for me um, in the way that they said they were or in the way that I thought that they should. Um, And so it is now very difficult for me to reach out and ask for help on anything. Um, But in showing this compassion to others and recognizing that we are all having unique human experiences and like no one's is better or easier than others or maybe they are um but that there's a possibility that the people around me have been here before have been in this struggle or are going through this struggle and I say hey I'm struggling right now and you know what? My village helped me. It was it was so much easier to lean on my village than I always thought it could. I always feel like I'm a bother to people. And so I don't like to ask you to babysit my kid even though, you know, I gotta work. I don't I don't like to ask you to have to, to do this for me, even though like I, I'm I'm I've tried to figure it out and I couldn't and even then I will sit and not I will freeze. My anxiety will freeze me before I ask for help and so that's still an effort and it's still very hard for me some things are getting a little bit easier for me to ask for but um leaning on the people around you showing a little vulnerability 
and people will show their side too um and that mm, that helps with the intimacy of your relationships and going in deep and that keeps you from being so closed and guarded if I can't ask you for help when I need it and you can't ask me for help when I need it you know what's the what is this relationship and why are we having it and that's not to say that I'm going to ask you every single time I need something no because who wants that you know what I'm saying but I should be able to come to you sometimes and you should be able to come to me sometimes and we should be able to help each other out through this human experience um I forget I was a, that was a tangent <laughs> um but yeah you should oh there we go you should build a village of people so you're not going to one person all the time one person cannot fulfill all your needs you should build a village a network of people that you can trust people that honor your heart space and you honor theirs um that you love and care about and would do a great many things for not everything but a lot you know um lean into your village it's so hard it's just saying i need help it's so fucking hard but it's it's an amazing feeling to know that there are people around you that will do that for you and you probably you probably don't even know because you haven't asked such so as you know there we go um and last but not necessarily least before i do these affirmations <sighs> remember when we were forgiving people back with um our womb chakra our sacral we were forgiving the women in our lives to heal our womb um this time and it's ongoing i i won't say that my heart chakra is in full alignment because again i'll be working on them bottom three over and over again the heart is where i get stuck and the heart is where i i always say hey i need to go back and start over because i'm not now i'm ungrounded and now my womb is out of whack and i'm masculine and feminine in the wrong spots again my heart is always where i get stuck not to say that i haven't tried to work on the throat but i know i ain't worked on the crown and the third eye that's coming um but my heart because i'm so sensitive and i'm a scorpio i can hold a grudge i am trying to forgive people there was a new round of forgiveness that's where i was going that needed to be had and this time it was the men in my life or was it is because i'm i'm working on that um but i have to show them the same grace that i showed the women and recognize that they are too having a human experience and for all the issues I have with my dad you know I have to take off that superhero label that I had on him he he's not a perfect dad he's not a perfect uh, um, husband he's not a perfect brother he's not a perfect son but he is a human you know what I'm saying and that should be enough to show him some compassion and working from there come on man same thing you he was 
like 20, 29, 30, when they had me and they already had two kids and he was in the military at that time. I don't really know what their work situation was when I was born because I was being born. But you know what I'm saying? I can just imagine. Well, I can't because I'm not a man. I feel like there might be something different. But just from maybe my husband's standpoint, being this age with having two kids already and having another one and having to provide and having all this pressure to be a man and be a husband and be a father, man, that's fucking heavy. And so recognizing that that was a lot and that, you know, you're a flawed person, you're going to make some mistakes. And again, there was no handbook for parents. There was no Facebook for dads. Like, folks was just figuring it out. And I can recognize now to say he was doing the best that he could, the best that he knew how. But there there were gaps. There, It was not the best for me and now it's my turn to reparent myself and forgive him thank him for that thank him for everything that he's done and forgive him for the the things that he didn't know how to do and then take the torch and work on myself you know what I'm saying and just hope that you know he also works on himself um man I I will say taking titles off people stop trying to make them be the person that you want them to be like he couldn't be my perfect dad um envision of a man you know I just had this idealistic image portrayal of him and that's just it wasn't who he is it's not who he is and he can't maintain something that he's never been it's just what I created for him to be if that makes any sense um he was, you know, I, I, I'll say it to this, like how Cardi B is like, I never said I was a role model. So like, don't try to push me into that role for your kids, raise your own kids, that type of thing. He, he's not super dad, Superman. He can't do all things. He can't be all things to me. But because I was such a daddy's girl, I had so many issues like with my mom that I just thought he was perfect and amazing. He could do no wrong. And to now be an adult and see that he did so much wrong, <laughs> it's it's very difficult for me. I'm not going to say difficult. It was, it was very difficult for me to take that title off and say, you are not super dad. I mean, you're not God. You're human. And it's okay. And I forgive you. And I still love you. But I got to do some things for me. Because you kind of fucked me up. <laughs> not on purpose, but just, you know, you kind of fucked me up. Um, and then also my brother, um, you know, anything about like my brother was my, my road dog. We called each other twins. We were two years apart. Everywhere he went, I had to go that type of deal. Cause we were so close in age, which he probably, it was annoying to him, but he's my big brother. He's cool as hell. Like <laughs> you can do things I can't do. He's so smart. Like, he was so fucking smart. Um, like, you know, it was Live with them, them, my siblings were both smart as hell, and me being the third, and us all going to the same school, it was like a thing I had to live up to. But me being so close to him, like me and my sister are eight years apart, 
Um, so, you know, she goes through stuff. And by the time I get there, who's remembering, you know, the connection, but him, I'm right after him. Everybody remembers his, his little sister. You're, you're still with his little sister, aren't you? Yes. Yes, I am. Having to live up to that because he's smart. He's, he's, he's a good kid. You know what I'm saying? Like he, then from my memory, he, like he had a lot of friends. He's always had a lot of friends. You know what I'm saying? Like even for him to be a nerd <laughs> he always had a lot of nerd friends and like cool friends like he just always had a lot of friends i just really admired him and i put another title on him that he's this perfect being he can do no wrong and so when we became adults and his humanness started to show i couldn't deal with it oh not you too <laughs> oh not you too you know what I'm saying I I didn't deal with it I'm now dealing with it. that was maybe four years three four years ago and I just I can't deal with it not my twin I'm I'm busy but now that time and life has slowed me down to process this and take that title off of him and see that he is just having a human experience I'm working on the forgiveness but I still have to deal with the mess of the realization of you aren't who I thought you were and it's all slapping me in the face because I tried to stick it in the box and not deal with it and now I have to deal with those things um and then also same goes for my husband when you put titles and roles on people then maybe they don't want or maybe they feel restricted in you know what I'm saying like they can't fulfill that role because they one they never ask for it sometimes they don't even know that they are that that's what you that's how you look at them you know what I'm saying and so there's just like this impossible measure of being like you you're you have this image of your dad your brother your boyfriend your husband whatever and they're perfect and when they can't meet those expectations you like what the fuck is wrong with you or shit even what the fuck is wrong with me um because you put this title on them instead of just accepting them for who they are you have to be able to accept them for who they are and so this is this was what i do this is what i go through when i am feeling it in my heart it's a lot of forgiveness of others it's a lot of forgiveness of self um i i said men for this one but because it's just kind of like oh goodness i i healed my feminine my feminine with my sacral my womb the women around me nurturing and this and so but my heart my heart hurts <laughs> because of these men I could be um, that's just my thing that's just who I choose to forgive when I work on my heart space the men around me um and those are just the three that I chose to talk about today it's a lot more but you know you, you think about the men in your life and start thinking about the ways that maybe they've hurt you intentionally or unintentionally and how it's now your responsibility to heal from that um and move forward um so yeah, those are some of the ways that I work on my heart chakra. Um, and now we're going to do that affirmations that I say when I am doing this. 
So the first one is, I love and accept myself for who I am. And that's me taking off all my titles, taking off all my judgments, loving the darkest parts of me because they are important to my shadow side, the parts that I don't care for. And, you know, I have to love those parts too. I got to reach deep down in there and love the shell that has hurt people, that has hurt shell, that has done unforgivable things. I got to love her too. I can't, I can't be ashamed of her. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I have to accept her. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I can't change it. I can't fix those things. I can just hold myself accountable and move forward. And it's, I feel like, well, no, you can't really move forward if you're not accepting those parts of yourself. You have to accept those dark parts too. They're just as much a part of you as your lowest self is just as much a part of you as your highest self and you ain't going nowhere if you're not taking her with you too all right anyway um next affirmation i am loved loving and lovable all right that means that somebody loves me god the universe my mama my daddy my brother my family my sister somebody loves me I am lovable. I love myself. I am loving. I said loved. There we go. I am loved by people. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I am loving. I give love to all, especially kids around me and no kid coming around me and I'm not loving. Like I, my goal or my vision of my highest self is someone who embodies joy and love and peace. And you, when you, when you encounter me, that's what you feel that's what you receive i am loving forever giving love working on it because i ain't perfect but that's my that's my goal (laughs) um and i'm lovable i am able to be loved even with my dark parts and my unforgivable secrets and this that and the third i am able to be people can love me i am lovable i am worthy of love i am worthy of being loved all right so i am loved loving and lovable and the last one is i forgive myself and i forgive others and that's so necessary again forgive the darkest parts of you forgive the people that hurt you even if they're not sorry even if you don't forget you gotta forgive because you can't have your heart sitting in that dark hot ass room holding on to them stagnant ass emotions clear your heart space forgive them and move on and there are some things that I don't I'm I'm, I can't I won't understand there are probably deep traumatic things that you may have to deal with and with those I'm going to ask you to seek therapy please but um other than that like forgive yourself because you were doing the best that you could and forgive others because I'm sure they were doing the best that they could. And again, that's not touching on like trigger warning topics, you know, abuse and things of that nature. Absolutely fucking not. They were not doing the best they could. But in general circumstances, yes. All right. Um, and then I'm going to just leave you here with the question of what 
can I oh shoot I'm I was reading something else okay the question for today is what can you release from your heart space what can you release from your heart space and mine I think would be the need to control the things and the people around me in a feeble effort to not be hurt I am not in control of, of the things that are all I can, I can only control myself I can't control other people to try to make sure they're not going to hurt me or they're not out to get me I can't control situations to make sure I'm not going to get fucked I can only control myself um, and so I need to release the need to control but please leave your answers um, I think on Spotify is where I ask the questions um, and please join us next week when we discuss our throat chakra and how to get that in alignment it's been a joy it's been a pleasure um i appreciate you guys really even coming here and listening to me rants for 45 50 minutes every week i will see you next week have a wonderful day